Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and Professor T. Love. And tonight's topic is something that is sort of controversial because tonight we are going to talk about male menopause. Oh boy. <laughs> now, I'll crack it up because whenever <laughs> we think about menopause, it's always associated with women. Everyone always complains about women and their monthly cycle and how, you know, there's major commercials about hot flashes and you can get this and you can get that. But men do go through a form of male menopause, also known as andropause. Wow. Andropause? Is this a name for it? Andropause. Yes, it's A-N-D-R-O-P-A-U-S. And it's also known as male menopause. And what it really is, is a decrease in the testosterone levels in a man. Now, the difference between male menopause or andropause and female menopause, or women menopause, is that with women, when we have menopause and when we go, when we encounter menopause, the drop is quick. Meaning, let's say in your family history, you normally get menopause or your family members got menopause or uh, their menopause started at the age of 60. I'm just picking a number, okay? That means that they would start feeling the effects of the drop of estrogen in their system. Meaning hot flashes, mood swings, and, you know, appetite changes, all those different things. It's quick. It, it doesn't take a gradual process. Unlike with men, men, the drop in testosterone can start, well, really generally starts from the age of 20 on down. But by the time they reach um, 40, that's when it can be most seen. And then it increases from there on. You understand what I mean? Meaning that... Over time, as we all get older, our body drops in hormone levels, minerals, vitamins. That's why it's important to exercise and replenish those things. You know, take various vitamins, put, you know, um, supplements in your body Mm -hmm. to get that back. Whether you do it through uh, regular supplements, capsules, or whether you do it through um, a plant-based diet. But it's important to get that back in. But with men, theirs is more gradual. So it can it can be more noticeable in the age of forty on up. Wow. And mm. that yes. No nobody thinks about it. And men actually go through mood changes or certain behavior changes, believe it or not, based on um the uh website healthexchange.se. It's spelled www.h-e-a-l-t-h-x-c-h-a-n-g-e. And it's based on, this this particular section is on men's prostate health. Okay? And some of the symptoms that are associated with um, an onset of andropause um, is loss of concentration, low energy levels and fatigue, change in attitude and mood swings. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, men do have mood swings. 
The other one is no just, kidding. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I mean, it's not. It's not just. Just not that manly beating of the chest. They have mood swings. <laughs> they act. Men actually have mood swings. So mm-hmm. hate to say it, but men can act like a biatch just like women. So no one should really say that that's just a woman thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> another another item is depression, low sex drive, erectile dysfunction, and um, loss of muscle mass and strength, problems with memory and insomnia. So what do you think of all of that? I know that's a mouthful I gave you today. Well, you know, to me, that's, you know, <laughs> except for the erectile dysfunction, that sounds like damn menopause to me. <laughs> Listen, you know... <clears throat> You get low concentration, that's like brain fog. <laughs> okay, loss of concentration. Yeah, that's, that, you know, because yeah. listen, as you get older, you Brain do, fart. <laughs> well, whatever you want to call it, brain fart, brain fog, you know, depending on your health, you know, uh, you know, the your health condition has a lot to do with your memory loss, too, you know. And as you get older, you do get brain fog. You know, you do, but you have to, you know, diabetes can cause what I'm finding out because, you know, I have family members that have diabetes. They get brain fog because Mm -hmm. that, because that sugar is really wrecking havoc, not only on the kidneys and the pancreas, it's wrecking havoc on the brain. And, you know, because I think a lot of times, you you know, your health, you know, you, you know, let's face it, you're working on your way to dying. You know, no, no matter how you're born to die, get that? Exactly. Okay. So, but 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 before we get to that, you know, I'm, I don't want to be negative. You know, I want to encourage people to take care of themselves because, you know, this is serious. You know, you know, I'm looking at the symptoms of andropause. I'm like low energy level and fatigue. Women get that too. Changing, exactly. Changing attitude and mood swings. Yes, we get those too. But you know what I find interesting is that you would never think that you know because they focus so much on women and 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 and, and what causes menopause and estrogen therapy they don't address whether men get the same damn thing and I know as if you're a human being whether you're a male or female you're getting some kind of pause whether it's andropause menopause you know what I'm saying a memory pause, you know, <laughs> you're getting some kind of pause somewhere, you know, and depression, absolutely, you know, yeah. depression too, low sex drive, yes, when, when women have menopause, they have low sex drive, they do, I mean, absolutely, that, that is absolutely true, and you know, that's mainly because a lot of society, or really the advertising is really focused on women and their cycle. Right, you know their menstrual cycle, and yeah. that right there is a billion dollar business because of all the yeah. products that are associated with our cycle. Right. And then, you know, and then once that's gone, you still got to find a way to make money. So now everyone talks about menopause and the main um, issue associated, right. the main issues. So, but we also got to remember women will be more vocal right. about their issues, unlike men. Who one don't a lot of men don't like to go to the doctor, especially in minority communities, mm-hmm. and they don't really see themselves as having a problem. So some of these, and, and as you did point out, you're very right. A lot of these 
um, symptoms can be associated with diabetes. So in yes. actuality, you could probably be suffering from both diabetes as well as male menopause. Right. You know, because the, the similarities, which is erectile, the main one that's associated with diabetes is erectile dysfunction. Um, and then there's low energy levels, fatigue, right. loss of concentration. So those can be those two can sort of intermingle with each other. But no one, like you're right, you're absolutely right. No one even thinks about it. But I think um, you and I can really relate to this, not because we're men and we go <laughs> male menopause, but because we are caretakers. Right. And we, when you're a caretaker, you see, especially if you're taking care of both your parents or if right. you're taking care of a male parent, mm -hmm. you you can see these behaviors like male, you know, as male, uh, as, oh, yeah. as a caretaker of a male. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You, you, listen, you're absolutely right. And, and and not just because, like you said, you mentioned, like, my, my you know, my father, you know, he's close to um, 80 years old. And I know you can speak from your perspective because your brother, he's what, his late 50s, right? Right. You know? And, right. And, and I think my, my father, brother's borderline 60. But he doesn't want to tell me. <laughs> oh, okay. So he. Oh, please. That's a that's a woman thing too, you know. You right know, there, right there. Right I don't there. tell okay. you my age. You understand? But but I think you're right because I you know I even see it. You know, if you look at um you know elderly men, you know especially you know my father he's had a bout with prostate cancer. Okay, and he got prostate cancer. You know, like in his, I think he got his in his 70s. And, but he, you know, he, you know, he attacked it. You understand? Meaning he went to the doctor, you know, to check it out and everything. And he has to always keep his eye on that. But I do feel that, you know, whether it's diabetes or prostate cancer, it's only been, I think, about the past, what, 25 years, maybe 30 years, maybe 25 to 30 years that they have been focusing on men. Um, especially dealing with the prostate because remember you know men you know they get their you know manliness from having testosterone you know and as mm -hmm. they age their testosterone levels decrease absolutely they do decrease in fact I think testosterone increases in women as they get older it does you know and, and in men well, they get, you know, they, they estrogen levels start going up. You understand? So, you know, we need to look at all those things. No, seriously, because it's like, you know, remember we always was talking about, you know, like role, you know, like we do a role reversal. You understand? Right. And I think, I think sometimes, and this is not a disrespect to the brothers out there, but I think sometimes we are swapping roles. <laughs> you know, I don't, you know, I don't know if they scientists have looked at that. That could be environmental. I think it's environmental as well. But we, ha but our environment plays a big factor in our health. And that may be why it contributes to us having andropause also and menopause. Because let's face it, we live in a fast food, uh, fast food uh, environment. You know, people not really cooking anymore, right? They don't really cook. Absolutely. So, so and then too, we ain't out there, you know, like how black folks was, you know, we was picking the crops and stuff and 
growing growing the collard greens and growing the vegetables and stuff. We're not doing that. Right. You, you know, people might be doing these hydropods or whatever on top of the roof of some building, but but on reality, we are not in the fields. Right. We're not. What it is is what you're absolutely right because a lot of it is a lot of the foods nowadays is highly processed and has a lot of chemicals um, and um, even artificial coloring or painting or whatever because we only want to buy um, a lot of consumers want to buy the best looking fruit no one mm-hmm. wants to buy the fruit that looks like you know it's old or too brown or no, too whatever it, no we want sexy fruit you ever go well and yeah you, you ever <laughs> You ever go into um, um, Dwayne Reed where they sell fruit and the fruit looks sexy? You understand? They got it laid out a certain way and, you know, and it looks, you know, looks inviting, you know. But, but yet still. Well, I think, I, I think um, Whole Foods has mastered the art of that. That's why everybody's like, oh, it's Whole Foods. Have you gone to Whole Foods? Because they have truly mastered the sexy of the vegetables, the lighting, everything. Right. It don't, it don't look like the people that be picking them vegetables out the ground, right? So it's, no. it's attractive. You know, I call it right. attractive it's very, fruit. It's you know? very, it's very boring. But a lot of things, I think um, what um, they don't tell the general public is a lot of those pesticides, germicides, and all these other things, because over time, because um, there's so many pesticides that are used, um, they have to get stronger every year because the insects or um, animals or whatever comes back, they're coming back stronger. So the chemicals that they're using, they're adding and then making them stronger and stronger. And we don't know the long-term effects, not mm-hmm. just in our generation, but the next generation and therefore uh, uh, so forth and so on. Because mm-hmm. if you really look, if you really take the time to look at, if you really take the time and look at um, a lot of uh, health issues, and, and I always speak about this um, continually, which is also mental health issues. You have more people who are suffering from mental health illness than ever before. I agree. You know, so it's, it's probably, I feel strongly that it's a combination of the food, it's a combination of the pressures of society, the air quality, and how we're living. Because we're really living in a very stressful environment, especially, you know, we are basically on call 24 hours a day. Like the average person, a lot of people have, not only do they have a cell phone, but then they have one of these like, um, you know, like the Apple Watch. Don't want to pick on Apple. I love Apple products. But you have the Apple Watch or you have some kind of watch that gives you notifications of your email. Some people may actually have a pager. Then you have a laptop. Then you have a tablet. Then you may have a desktop. And then you may have a voicemail system. So we are constantly bombarded with work 24 hours a day, almost seven days a week, 365 days a year. And as well as the influx of social media, um, different news information. It's, it's on a different level. I think it adds to it and it adds to the stress because um, to me, another thing I, I really think is uh, people don't, um, or even some, even with these articles, they don't really talk about the stress level that can affect 
the lowering of the testosterone um, hormone in the body of the male. Mm-hmm. You know, because men get stressed out too. They just yeah, feel they do. differently. You know, and no mm-hmm. one really. Women are far more vocal. You know, we we are known to be stressed. You know, or we'll say we're stressed or overwhelmed right. or something like that. But the mm-hmm. thing with men, they keep a lot of things bottled up inside, so you really don't know the severe, uh, how deep some of their issues may may lie mm-hmm. um, within themselves. So I think that is a major role that we should also look at too, and and also be added to this list. The way we live a life nowadays is far more stressful. I mean, just living in New York alone, you know, and even across the country, I don't want to just pick on New York, but the rent has gone up. So that alone, the money you have to make to get rent, to pay your bills, to eat food, and live decently. So all these things add to it. So some men, you know, base their life on how much of a provider they are. So imagine if they can no longer provide. Of course they're going to suffer from depression. Of course they're going to have a change in attitude and mood swing. Mm. And when they come home from work, they're going to have a low level, low levels of fatigue. And then naturally depression is going to set in. And once um, depression sets in, then you have the erectile dysfunction. And then loss of mass strength. Because all of these will play a role in in his day to day life, you know. That's and right. you know, if you if you have a partner, if you're his partner, you're you're gonna notice these things. Hopefully, you'll notice them, you know. But it's hard to distinguish with the two. That's why it's so important to get um, men to the doctor so they can truly open us and discuss. So I think um, one of the major points that I would like to emphasize that it is very important that men, when they decide to seek any kind of help, 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 whether it's mental help, physical help, emotional help, whatever it is, that they find someone that they are truly comfortable with, that they can open up with. Because the more you open up, the more people, the, the, these health professionals can assist you and get you to the level that you are. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these things, to me, it's very important to incorporate some form of exercise. Yes. You know, no one says you have to do, you have to be the next Arnold Schwarzenegger, okay, that's Mr. Right. Universe. No one is saying that. Or even Superman. I mean, that's nice if that's something you want to strive for, but it's not necessary. But daily activity, because you got to remember with, with diabetes, what is diabetes? It is the reduction of blood flow. That's why most people suffer from erectile dysfunction and women will suffer from vaginal dryness. Yes. It is. Right. So this is the lack of circulation within the body. And how do we get the blood to circulate? You got to get your heart pumping. How do you get your heart pumping? Move your Outside blood. Outside of having sex, you have to work out. You and also, mm-hmm. very important too. The importance mm-hmm. of having sex. <laughs> I thought that's supposed to be my job. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm just saying. Um, you know, people. You know, this is. You know, this is very important. This is not. I'm not. This is not being nasty or nothing. It's true. Even Nobody my girlfriend. Um, my girlfriend used to tell me that all the time. She's a um, aerobics instructor, and she and and the way she combated her menopause. 
was by having sex. You know what I'm what? saying? Because you you need you need that. You understand what I'm saying? And a lot of times people don't realize, you know, when you go through menopause or andropause, you really lose you kind of you're losing your mojo. And it's not well, your you, fault. You're losing your mojo. Well, you also you also lose you lose your mojo or you you lose that sex drive mainly because of disinterest and lack of activity. It's like anything. Mm-hmm. Like one of these symptoms of andropause is loss of muscle mass and strength. Yes. And problems with memory. Now, if you're having sex on a regular basis, you're going to be lifting, flipping, smacking, rubbing it down of your partner. So you're going to have some kind of strength to do something. And depending on the size partner you like, if you're a chubby chaser or a tall chaser, they like a tall glass of water and you're a midget, it doesn't matter. You're going to be doing some flipping, rubbing, smacking, rubbing it down and all that other stuff. And, and, and that's why and, it's important. And, Right, because the, the the thing is, is to get your hormones going, you know, whether you have intercourse or you have oral sex or you have sex where you use your hands or whatever the case may be, it's still stimulation. You need to produce circulation. The blood needs to be circulating, especially in the genital area, especially in your body. I'm just being real. Right, okay. but I want to add. I want to add to that. Also, once you once you get the blood circulating, you all, your body also starts to release a certain amount of hormones. The releasing of these hormones are important. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't realize that we have to. Those hormones interconnect with other things within our body to keep us having a certain amount of vitality. certain amount of energy and Mm -hmm. also helps with concentration because what does the brain need every part of the body no matter which system of the body you're talking about Mm -hmm. needs oxygen and the blood carries oxygen to every single part of the body and guess what when your brain everybody talks about the heart the heart can continue pumping but if the brain doesn't get the oxygen the brain is dead your heart can go on without the brain but the brain is what controls just about everything and exactly if and if there's no oxygen going to the and we talking science here now we're not talking mm-hmm. we're not talking nothing that has not been written or has not been um investigated in terms of medically mm-hmm. and exactly. that you know that's why i say it's important for you to have a sex life i don't care if it's once a week, once a month, whatever. It's important, to, and I can't stress this but so much, that it, if people tend to not engage, okay, we know there might be circumstances why you don't engage, but I'm saying that, that sex is very important to your living state as well. And, and, and that's just the truth. All of your body has to be fed good nutrients. I, I agree with that. Your body needs to be fed right, but your body also needs to receive. Just like when we interact with each other, it causes you know the neurons to in your brain to you know activate. When we have human interaction, hugging, kissing, caressing, touching, all of that is important. And I find when we stop doing those things, guess what? We start getting depressed. 
our hormone levels is low, we get tired real easy, there's fatigue, we don't feel like doing nothing, okay, it all, it all plays into that, what do you think, Professor? Absolutely. I think it, it's very important. You know, they did a study that said that people should have a minimum, I believe, sex twice a week. Mm-hmm. Twice a week. So, because that keeps the body going. Right. You know, and also, it's not only just the body, but it also keeps the mind and also helps with things such as depression. Yes. Self-esteem. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Body image. Right. Okay, self-love. These right. are the things, not just the physicality that is affected, but right. also the mental is also affected from lack of sex. Right. You know, and the enjoyment of it. Mm-hmm. You know, because you you know, once you start enjoying it and you have a partner where you can explore, or even if you do self-exploration, and then you can go to my website and get some toys. <laughs> but the whole point is... <laughs> The whole point is you have to, it's about being body conscious. It's also not even body conscious, but being comfortable with your body. Because if you're having sex with a partner, you know your partner appreciates your body. Well, hopefully you get a partner that appreciates your body. Mm-hmm. Appreciates your body, acknowledges all the flaws with it. So, And that also goes to men. Like ladies and gentlemen, if you have a male partner... You have to let your partner know how much you appreciate that body because oh, that yeah. also contributes and also helps with the, the mental stimulation that is needed to engage in sexual activity. Not everyone can produce sexual images within their mind so that they can engage in such activity. Sometimes they need the verbal stimulation. Sometimes they need to feel like they are desired, wanted, needed, seen as sexy or this, you know, uh, love master or beast master or, or woman player or hit player or pussy player, whatever they need to be seen as. Men need that ego. They need that ego food. Just like women need it. Yes, ladies, we need it. But men also need it, too. So if you have a partner, male partner, it's important to let them know how sexy they are. Because that will intensify the sex, which will take it to another level, which will increase different chemicals in the brain, which scientists... Yes. You there, Professor? Wait a minute. We just having some technical difficulties. Um, we're we'll gonna we're gonna come back to you on that. We're gonna break, continue with our conversation that she had got cut off. So just bear with us here. Listen to some cool, sexy music while we get back on track. come back to you with love sex and relationships we just had a little technical difficulties okay we back on All hello right, professor continue where you left off okay 
Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's important. Like I said, I just want to emphasize the importance of making sure your partner knows that they feel sexy, which would help in your sexual encounter and experience with your partner. So, um, another thing um, I wanted to also point out is, you know, there's actually treatment for Andrea Boy. There are um, treatments that are available. Um, and what I noticed that they talked about um, testosterone gels. Mm-hmm. Talk a little bit about the testosterone right. gels. Right. They talk about um, there's three treatments. There, there seems to be three treatments that are um, available, which is testosterone gels, testosterone pills, and testosterone injections. Um, testosterone gels are easy um, to use, they say, but has some there. There is precautions that need to be taken um, when taking when using these, this product. It can be applied to the, uh, to the shoulders or upper arms, but you cannot bathe or swim for five hours after the application because it has to be absorbed within the skin. Okay, so it has you to can't be absorbed let it, into the bloodstream. Right, through the skin. Because what it is, you apply the gel to the skin, like uh, to your upper shoulders or upper arms. And it's going to come through the skin and then goes directly into the bloodstream. There are some creams even for women um, that women can use as well. Like the, um, there's some gels that, I forgot what they call it. In fact, we have went to a, a vitamin store and they told us what gel to use to rub on your skin. Um, mm-hmm. That for women um, to absorb into it. But the, the thing is... The, the criteria was you had to do a cleansing of your body first before you even use that, you know? Right. Um, it's, um, because the gel is so um, uh, strong, because testosterone is a very po- powerful hormone, um, they're saying it's, it's very important that no one touch the t- put this testosterone gel on their skin that is not who it is prescribed for, such as women and children, because the side effects um, can include growth of new body hair in women and more aggressive behavior in children. And I'm sure it's not limited to those two, yes. Because remember what testosterone does, it gives the man his aggression, his ability to be aggressive and assertive. Right. Okay. Another thing they're saying about the testosterone gels is stay away from an open flame and do not smoke while applying testosterone gel because oh. it is flammable. Well, you know what? So, I, I, that's true. I think that that's true. You know, testosterone is flammable. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get obviously it's in more ways than one. Like, yeah. You know, it's hey, explosive, I mean, baby. I never, it's explosive. I never really thought of it this way, but um, yeah, <laughs> I guess it is uh, flammable. But uh-huh. I mean, that must be something healthy. You know, if you are avid smoking, you're smoking and you're rubbing this stuff on yourself, and then all of a sudden your arm or wherever you're applying it, just <laughs> flame on. Catching a flame. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, another one is wash your hands with soap and water after each application and cover your shoulders or upper arms by wearing a short sleeve shirt. 
So um, to me, it seems like this testosterone gel is very powerful stuff. So, you know, it, you need to really use a lot of precautions before using it. Um, it doesn't look like this is just, you know, this is not a strong lotion. No, it, and also, you need to know what you're doing. You know, if you want to rub testosterone gel on yourself, that's serious <laughs> business. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's not no play thing. You know? Absolutely. So make sure you follow the instructions. Follow your doctor's instructions. And make sure you're not smoking when you're putting it on. You know, you're trying to be <laughs> sexy. And then you got a cigarette in your mouth or a cigar. And then you say, well, I'm going to put on some gel. You put, you do that, and you be in flames. Yes, yes. Um, another um, uh, treatment is testosterone pills, which okay. can be taken anywhere from two to three times a day, but it must be taken with slightly greasy food for maximized absorption into the body. Um, another uh, another precaution uh, a precaution with it is prolonged use of oral testosterone can raise cholesterol levels. I would think it would if you got to eat it with some greasy food. I think so. And, and increase and risk of heart and liver problems. So basically, testosterone pills are really a short term, um, uh, short term. Uh, right for short short term use. Right, so, for short-term use only. Right. So I, I would think so, but I think the greasy food really got me. I never knew that greasy food, is, I guess it does absorb in the body quickly. I, I don't know, but I think if you want to get testosterone pills, don't take them without them being prescribed by a doctor um, and follow the instructions in terms of the frequency. You know, because like it right. says, it's only short-term. It's only short-term for that. Right, it's very important. Do not go to the local bodega store and buy one. Right, pill at a time don't buy them crazy ass, super. I call them super penis pills. You understand? Either that, either that, or don't go online and get one of the um, Chinese manufacturers. Right, then you ten of these pills for a hundred dollars and yep. you'll be straight. Don't or, do that. Or some either. some herbs. I, I don't know. They say there are herbs. That, um, yeah, I mean, uh, we're gonna talk. Well, I'm, I'm gonna talk about some of the herbs that are available. Okay. Um, but the next one is um, testosterone injections. Testosterone yes. injections are very convenient, but may cause pain at the injection site. Um, the latest preparation requires only one injection every three months. The absorption absorption rate is very consistent, and there is no need for the patient to do anything between the injection. You know, another article I read concerning the injection, they also said that it, the area could also get inflamed and itchy. You know, it depends on the sensitivity of the um, person, and you know, it, it could cause a rash or itching or irritation. So any kind of, of hormone replacement, you have to really be careful and um, yes. think about. That's why I said it's very important that um, one figure out and know what it is that they want to to, to do, and as well as take care of your health. But if you, if for whatever reason you need to um, go this route, then really talk to your doctor um, and find out what is the best method for you and 
how you can um, do other things to help yourself, um, other things that will um, maybe your diet, maybe stress reliever, and so forth and so on. But you you were asking me about um, um, herbs. Now, most herbs are not necessarily hormone replacement, but what they can do is they can assist with um, a, a variety of issues. You know, you have some for anxiety, some for erectile dysfunction. Mm -hmm. One of the main, um, one of the main ones that I know of or to, um, is uh, they say Panax ginseng. Okay. Okay. P A N A X ginseng. Maca. M A. Oh, maca root. Maca root. Maca root. Maca root. Yes. And then I'm very bad with this. Yohimbin. Yohimbin. Yohimbi. Yohimbi. Yes. That's the right. Yohimbi. Y O H I M B I N E. Mm -hmm. Ginkoba. Yes. Okay. Yes. And Ginkoba, then, um, Ginkoba, right. Ginkoba Mon mm -hmm. Right. Mondi Waitali. And that's spelled M O N D I A. The next word is W H I T E I. And, you know, there's also. Some people would say you can use apple cider vinegar. Now, to me, apple cider vinegar is one of these items that's an all fix it. But that's because um, apple cider vinegar helps um, really treat some of the issues that are associated with the blood. Because right. it's almost like a, I don't, I don't want to call it a detox, but it helps with the cleansing. Yes. That's why it can help for some people. It can help them... Um, get rid of fat on their body mm -hmm. you know so that's that's something to to really consider um and that's harmless I, 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 well at least hope it's harmless you know you can take it daily to assist you another thing is naturally you can use is vitamin b3 it's niacin n-i-a-c-i-n a daily dose improves erectile dysfunction dysfunction, particularly in men with high cholesterol, according to a study of the Journal of Sexual Medicine. Mm -hmm. Okay. This helps increase blood flow and reduce inflammation. Now, a lot of us don't realize as we get older, let's say you played some sports. I'm not saying that you had to be the Venus Serena of the, the sports, mm -hmm. but let's say you were, you know, you did a couple of sports or whatever. Sometimes many of us suffer from joint issues. You know, I, oh, our knee bothers us a little bit, our ankle bothers us a little bit, this bothers us a little bit. And it's very important that we do things, if you can, and if you would like to or try, to reduce inflammation. Because inflammation is a, a, a very, what I've noticed in getting older, is that inflammation is very powerful. And it can create... Um, untreated inflammation can can make something very simple become very complex. And I say that because a lot of people, as they get older, from, 40, I'm going to say, from late 30s on up, 
suffer from a lot of knee problems. Mm-hmm. Oh, my knees hurt. I can't bend down. But a lot of that is inflammation within the body. Right. Okay. A lot of us also suffer from rheumatoid arthritis or arthritis, mm-hmm. which is also I won't. I don't want to call it. Um, I don't want to call it inflammation, but a lot of times degenerative joint disease, rheumatoid arthritis, anything that is extremely that affects the joints extreme. Um, if you speak to many um, vegans, especially those that are holistic, they will let you know, or you'll find out that meat, large doses of meat over the course of your lifetime, contribute to things such as arthritis. Right. The less meat a person has in their diet, the less likely they'll have extreme issues with arthritis. Now, to me, a lot of that can be counteracted by, once again, in incorporating an exercise program. You know, light exercise and walking around. Because like you said earlier, Professor C, a lot of it has to do with blood flow. And how do we get the blood flow? By activity. Yes. You know, it's very, very important. You know, we don't think about it. Um, another thing um, they say that can cure erectile dysfunction is um, coconut oil. They say if you consume a healthy daily amount of coconut oil, its saturated fat and cholesterol opens the gateway to increasing steroid hormones, which in turn raises testosterone levels. Right. Right. Interesting enough, coconut oil isn't the only part of the coconut that proves useful in aiding men with erectile dysfunction. So here we have another item which is um, more natural, more Mother Earth, which is coconut oil. It is, it is, is proven that it does help steroid hormones, right. which raises the testosterone, which is the heart of a lot of the male issues. So cooking with coconut oil is also a very good thing. You know, now if you go to those lovely places like BJ's, Costco, Sam's Club, if it's still open, I can't remember, right. you can get big big buckets I, I just saw it um, earlier today when I went to the um, Costco's myself they had a big container of virgin coconut oil yeah very popular with. virgin coconut oil a lot of people right. they just saw in the coconut tip you understand what I'm saying right right but coconut oil has, coconut oil has a lot of um, uh, attributes about it that can help us in our day to day life you got to remember, we have so many um, artificial flavoring, saturated fat, right. all these different things that were generated naturally to generate us to eat more. But if you go back to the natural, it really helps you. You know, just like when I was talking about um, apple cider vinegar, it has multiple, it has multiple um, attributes that can help you. Like I said, with the um, erectile dysfunction, but it also helps shrink swollen glands. That's why I said within the body and as we get older there's a lot of inflammation, there's a lot of swelling and when you when you have things like apple cider vinegar, even turmeric. Yeah, turmeric. You know, everybody yes. pronounces that is that is right. A, everybody tumor, pronounces it. Yeah, turmeric is it, is a big inflammation fighter. 
And in fact, it works. You know, if you notice that in other cultures, especially um, um, Eastern culture, um, and especially Asian culture, let's say Asian culture, they use a lot of ginger, which is also mm -hmm. an inflammation fighter. They use a lot of curcumin, curcumin or tum and, and turmeric. Um, um, that also that's in curry, like curry powder, uh, as well. And you know, mm -hmm. not that it you know curry just doesn't make the food look pretty. There are properties mm -hmm. in it that help you battle inflammation. You know, and, and it's very important that we mention these things because if you notice that in certain cultures, a lot of the things that they eat, some of those things are things that um, help the body. And not only taste good, but they're there in the, to help the body also do battle, build up its immune system and stuff like that. That's why it's very important that you regularly check how you're eating because you find out more and more as you get older that you can't eat the same foods that you ate at 20 years old. And, but when you were 20, you could burn it off. When you get about 40, 45, 50, it's harder to burn that. You could burn it off, but it's just gonna take longer. Right, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it does, a lot of things, that's what I said, everything changes with the body over a period of time. That's right. why it's important to once in a while do a little cleansing of the body, whether you use and, and helping with inflammation, whether you use turmeric, whether you use lemon and hot water, whether right. you use lemon, hot water, and garlic. Right. You know, garlic. Yes. Uh, all these things, right? Uh, all these things help reduce certain things in the in the body. Mm. And like um, I was saying, um, other things that you can use to um, help you with your diet is or with erectile dysfunction if that's one of the issues that you're concerned with, with which I found most men are concerned with is to eat more leafy green vegetables and beets dark chocolate pistachios zinc or, I mean um, oysters and other shellfish Antioxidants, which can be found in watermelon. I like I, I like tomatoes. And, I know, right? Oysters um, are sexy. And <laughs> they are oysters. I'm telling y'all out there, y'all better eat some oysters for real. I that that'll that'll make you feel sexy. Oh yeah, oysters are sexy. I, you know, remember I was telling y'all about sexy food. Oysters are ugly as hell, but it's sexy to eat. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and um, what is, I think the last one of the last things is uh, tomatoes and pink grapefruit. So yes. there's a lot of things to help with your body before it gets to that point. And yes. you know, if you're the kind of guy that does not like to talk to a doctor, try to just pay attention. I mean, really be honest with yourself when it comes to your body especially with your penis. Don't fool yourself 
and thinking that you are still Superman and knocking tall buildings down with a single blow. Right. So it's important. <laughs> it's important that you try to do a little pre- preventive maintenance. And even if you are diagnosed with this problem and you find out you have it or feel you have, maybe it's not too late. I'm, I'm not going to guarantee because I'm not a physician, but I would encourage you to try to get more healthy habits in and you, and that would help your body work better with these items. Right. A lot of times people um, just allow the medicine to do everything. And it's very important. If you do the most that you can to get your body functioning and up and running, then, you know, your body will respond accordingly. The body will do what it's supposed to do. But we can't just rely on medicine. Because one, you get addicted to it. And two, it, it may not work as well as you need it to. And you may have to keep increasing the dose. Right. So if you learn to try to understand your body and give it some natural things, a little exercise, a little fresh air, lots of water if you can, you will see how your body responds. And a lot of times you can lose unnecessary fat, which could be the problem. You know, all these things tie in together. You know, you'll have a better perspective of your body image. You'll love your body more. You, and then it'll be encouraging. Not that a lot of times, as we women want to say, we don't need to encourage men to have sex. But, hey, this may make you want to do it a little more. Especially if you're older. You know, um, I don't want to pick on the older gentlemen or older audience. The first thing they say, oh, well, I can get it up. No one says that you can't. But it also helps take care of your body so it can stay up yeah because you know you have to understand if, if a lot of us if we suffer from high blood pressure and we use ACE inhibitors or beta blockers a lot of times you know that also causes uh, prevents ejaculation and having erections so you know if you're experiencing low testosterone you, got, you should talk to your doctor Maybe they need to look at the medications that you're taking because, you know, you know, medications do play a role also in how our body changes. And even though those medications are there to help us battle whatever we're dealing with, we still uh, need to be conscious of the side effects of those medications as well. And what can we do to balance that out? Because, you know, some people, we have to take certain medications, especially like for high blood pressure, um, you know, and um, maybe to protect the kidneys or whatever the case may be. We need to find out, are, are there any supplements to counteract that, to balance it out? Also with doing homeo, make sure you check with your doctor if you can do homeopathic uh, medicine as well. Absolutely, absolutely. All these things I would highly recommend that you go to um, actual professionals, a, a nutritionist, um, a holistic um, person that's uh, a person that uh, specializes in holistic medicine, as well as a traditional doctor. Um, you know, maybe even a spiritual advisor. I think a combination of all, or even a therapist or a coach that could help you. They have health coaches out there that can help you with your diet, your um, mental state of mind. All these things can contribute to making a better you so that you can live your best life. 
the life yes. that you were designed to live right. and that you need to live and that you're supposed to live to make you a better human person, a human being for today's society. So, um, let's see, another thing I wanted to um, mention, um, you know, I mean, those are basically a lot of the things. You can have vitamins, um, you can get vitamin B, you can have garlic, you can have apple cider vinegar, chocolate. These variety of items can help with any kind of erectile dysfunction, but some things are more, um, much more powerful and much more effective. But overall, it all starts with you. It all starts with you trying very hard and trying to put something in place. And as I always say, whenever you're a attempting to do something that is out of the norm, out of the box. I wouldn't tell a lot of people right away. I would just wait because a lot of times when you tell people, they want to measure your success and they want to have something to say about it. Um, and they'll also let you know when you're not successful. So as opposed to um, having someone that will pick on you or put you down, keep it to yourself first. Right. Let them see, let them see the improvement. Let them see how well you're doing, and then, then you tell them about it, but not before. Right. I wouldn't anyway. I would just wait, because the proof is in the pudding. Right, okay? and I don't, think, right, and I don't think you should front about that, you know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of people think if they don't talk about it, it's not going to be an issue. Yes, it is going to be an issue, because you didn't talk about it, not, and, and not making fun of it. Just, you know, you not even talking about it. And, mm -hmm. you know, at the end of the day, we're all adults. And, mm -hmm. you know, we need to speak. Of, you know, nobody likes to be surprised. But at the same time, when you don't speak or speak on it or speak up, you make things worse. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely true. Um, you, you have to talk about it so you can find out or at least read about it. Right, you know, because I think we get a little hard-headed, because you know, again, <laughs> these these, these <laughs> the pun, pun on pun on words, right? You know, exactly. we, little, we get a little hard-headed because you know, unfortunately, in, in in our culture, you know, we're forced to perform, and we got to show that we on. The lights are on, and sometimes the lights get dim, and. That's realistic too, right. but you need to talk about that too. You right. know, you don't have to come. You know, try to make yourself seem bigger than what you are. You know what I mean? Right. I do. I do want to briefly talk about one other herb that I'm sure a lot of people have heard about. That, um, which is known as horny goat weed. It is a herb. Um, it. The leaves are used like a medicine. Has been for. Uh, there are as many 15 there are as many as 15 different horny goat weed specimens known as ying yang ho in Chinese medicine now Chinese medicine is a very intense medicine um, I try to study it a little bit at a time it's, it's somewhat overwhelming but it is horny goat weed is really used is, is used for weak back and knees joint pain osteoarthritis, 
mental and physical fatigue, memory loss, high blood pressure, heart disease, bronchitis, Mm. liver disease, HIV slash AIDS, polio, a Mm. blood disorder called chronic lymphopenia, that's spelled L-E-U-C-O-P-E-N-I-A. Leukopenia. Leukopenia. Right. Viral viral infections of the heart, bone loss after menopause, weak bone, osteoporosis, and as a tonic. Some men do use horny goat weed for sexual problems, including erectile dysfunction. And how this uh, herb works is horny goat weed contains chemicals that might help increase the blood flow and improve sexual dysfunction. It also contains biotesterin chemicals that act somewhat like the female hormone estrogen that might reduce bone loss in postmenopausal women. Okay, so... Um, a lot of its uses, like I said, are osteoporosis, postmenopausal condition, erectile dysfunction, even ejaculation problems, sexual problems, fatigue, memory loss, high blood pressure, heart disease, liver disease, bronchitis, joint pain, HIV, and AIDS, and other conditions. Remember, we just talked about andropause, which a lot of those symptoms are associated to this list. So, horny goat may be something that you should um, consider. Um, mm-hmm. Like anything, it does have um, some side effects. You know, it's usually taken um, like um, by mouth, approximately. And specific horny, um, exact extracts of horny goat wheat contain biotestrogens has been taken by mouth for up to two years. Um, let's see. It is possibly unsafe when used for long periods of time or in high doses. Mm-hmm. Long-term, long-term use of horny goat weed might cause dizziness, vomiting, dry mouth, thirst, and no bleed. Okay. Taking larger amounts. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so that sounds like you, you need to talk with your doctor. You know what I'm saying? Right. In regards to right, that. but I right, but with anything that you take, it's always good to monitor it, monitor the reaction that you have to the product, the herb, the medicine, the teas, whatever it is. If you can keep a, a, a chart or if you can keep a diary, that's very important. You know, mm-hmm. some people may be able to take some things, may not, but not everything functions out of the body. So that's why it's very important. I just wanted to make sure I said that real quick because I know some people were asking me about horny goat weed. Okay. So, I know. Horny goat weed, y'all. But make sure y'all don't go running out to the store. You understand? Look it up, you know, get more information. And um, right. you, and make sure that you, if you know, if you're taking medications, you have to make sure that it doesn't counteract what you're already taking. So talk to your doctor that you're interested in using something, but make sure you know what the what it does, the, the benefits, and also what are the side effects. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. 
like I said, this is <laughs> this is this show is really designed to be informative, enlightening, fun, engaging, sexy, hot. What other adjectives you want to add? Well, well, you know, we're coming to the end of the show, so Professor, tell people how they can reach you. You can reach me on Facebook. You can also, I uh, would prefer to be reached at pearlsofblack at gmail.com or you can re- or you can go to my website, send me a message, which is www.pearlsofblack.com. You can also reach me via Twitter under the Professor and Pearls of Black. You can also reach me on Instagram. I'm on Instagram as P-O-B-Professor. You can also reach me on Tumblr, Pearls of Black, blog, 2012. Um, let's see. You can also reach me at the professor at pearlsofblack.com. And then you can also reach me. Hmm, I got so many different ways. I can't even think. But um, you can also reach me at the professor at lovesexandrelationships.com. And how can they reach you, Professor Peter? Well, you just listen to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and Professor T. Love right here on a bowl of soul, mixed stew of soul music radio network, broadcasted live on Live 365. You can catch up with me, Professor T. Love who is the host and the executive producer of A Bowl of Soul, a mix to soul music, where you can listen listen to non-stop soul music, new music, new R&B, blues, gospel, jazz, old school, new school, right here on Live 365. You can also catch up with me on Fridays, where you can hear A Bowl of Soul, a mix to uh, soul music on the Progressive Radio Network, www.prn.fm at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Pacific. Make sure you go to my website, www.aboleofsoul.com. And if you want to catch up with me, you can email me at aboleofsoul at gmail.com. I'm also on Facebook. Just look me up at a bowl of soul, a mixed of soul music. And make sure you follow me on Twitter at a bowl of soul. And you can catch love, sex, and relationships here on Live 365 on Wednesdays at 8 p.m. And we're also in, in uh, thinking about doing Fridays as well. The tune in so that you can learn how to have a better relationship, have a good sex life, and just have a good all-round you. And I think that's very important. And if you're interested in sponsoring love, sex, and relationships, email the professor at lovesexrelationships.com. And make sure, if you want to sponsor a bowl of soul, a mixed of soul music, because we reach a worldwide network of people all over the world listening to a bowl of soul, a mixed of soul music radio network, you can email me at a bowl of soul at gmail.com. So, Professor, yet again, we had a yes. nice, fruitful uh, conversation about what is male menopause. Andropause. Andropause. It's called andropause, y'all. Andropause. So we want to wish you a good night. Have a safe weekend. Fourth of July weekend is coming up. Please be safe. Okay. And be sexy. But but <laughs> while you're being safe, be sexy. And you all have a great night.